Hey guys, it's Lauren and Jenna, and we just came out of dinner tonight. We are in Beechwood, and we're actually sitting in my car right now, and we brainstormed some ideas for tonight's episode on our tablecloth. Yes, believe, but it, we were classy AF as always, you guys. Because obviously, obviously, it was one that you can rip off, mm-hmm. like not I mean, steal, rip like- off, like. <laughs> Physically, it's paper, so we just ripped it apart. We didn't permanent marker the actual cloth and take it. No. So, um, so anyway, yeah. here it is. There it is. Here it wrestling. <laughs> uh, and we are most excited about our new introduction. Yeah, so you know how if you like listen to podcasts, they have like this fancy introduction. Well, ours isn't like fancy by any means, but we feel like we don't want to say like, hey guys, every single time we, we get on here. And that's pretty much what we've been doing. Yeah, basically. So just really quick, we have decided, we, th- we thought this was clever, okay? Um, that the, the people who are listening, so you guys who are listening to us, we are going to call you, and, and hopefully this isn't offend anyone, <laughs> we're going to call you DJA, DJAFers. DJ. Hey, Mr. DJ Khaled. <laughs> okay. I've had too much wine. Okay. okay DJAFers. Because, you know, the title of our podcast, you guys, is DGAF, like demand right. growth, act fearlessly. What else would it stand for? <laughs> um, but you guys are the people who literally don't give a bleep about what people think of you and your choices and your decisions. Like you want to be the best version of you. You want to demand growth and you're going to be fearless in whatever it takes to get you there. Yeah. So well, hold on because she described one type of DJ. D-G. You're going to have to learn how to say our intro. She's describing one DJAF type. There's a second type, which means you wish you didn't give a blank, but there's something holding you back from, you know, actually putting yourself out there and getting after it. So as we do our intro, we're going to kind of introduce our title or our theme, you know, whatever it is for that podcast episode and kind of give two types of listeners that we would have. So two types of DGAFers. Yeah. So tonight we're going to be talking about the DGAFers who don't give a bloop about, (laughs) about time management when it comes to your fitness routine. And here, here's how this relates. So either you don't give a bleep bleep about things that hold you back from that and you're pushing through all of those things that could hold you back or, or you are sitting there making the excuse as to why you can't find the time. Like, well, you know, I have kids or I have a full-time job or I can't get up that early or there's no way I can find the time during my lunch break. So there's two types of people that we're talking about. And and that's why we call them the DJ. Oh my gosh. D-G-A-F-ers. You guys, I'm going to have to practice that. But anyways. Yeah, you are. So, okay. We have five tips for you guys. And, and these were ones that we kind of thought of as we kind of have grown throughout our fitness journeys and making it a super huge priority for us. Yeah. And we're going to kind of take it back to the basics for you. So, if basics. you if you are just starting your fitness routine, you can apply this. And if you are in a fitness routine, you can apply this. Yes, for okay. sure. 
So tip number one, Lauren, start us off. Okay, so this was mine that I came up with because when I talk to a lot of women, either on social media or friends or family, you know, they always, you know, it's like time is such an issue, right? It's like, well, you know, I, I have to get up at six in the morning and, you know, I don't get home till seven o'clock at night or whatever the case may be. And they ask, you know, how do you find the time? Well, number one is there has to be, I'm, I'm telling you, like there has to be 30 to 20 to 10 minutes you have a day where you can block that off with no distractions to get this workout done. I'm sorry, but the busiest person on this planet has 10 to 30 minutes within their day that they know of that they can commit. So what I would tell you or my ladies in, you know, that I'm that I'm working with is Take a look at a typical day for you. So we all have those mundane, typical days. Like we wake up, we go to work, we do blah, blah, blah. What, there has to be at least two times within that day in which you have that 20 to 30 minute block. Even if it's at 4 a.m. I'm sorry, but get over it. Yep. So most people... Most people, it's either going to be before your work day or after, or, after your or work maybe day. lunch break. Some people maybe get lunch long, break. long lunch breaks. You never know. Go for a 30 minute walk every day during your lunch break. There's no reason like, and I, and I post all the time on social media about how, you know, most of the time I'm up at four 30 and I'm getting ready to work out. I'm usually working out around like four 45, five o'clock in the morning. Um, and, and, and yeah, that sounds outrageous to a lot of people, but I know that that's a time that works for me, but I also have a time after work at three o'clock. Well, and those are times that work for you because you know you're not going to be interrupted. No interruptions. Like nobody is awake in my household at that time at all. Like there's not a peep. My son, there's no way in hell that kid's waking up. My husband is out cold. Like no, (laughs) (laughs) there's no way. And it's so peaceful. It's like, it's like so silent in the house. And I go downstairs and I Blair, my Beyonce, Spotify, and I have my pre-workout drink, and it's like this peaceful time. It's like no one's gonna ask, "Where's mom, honey? What are you doing?" You know, let's go do this. It's like so peaceful. I know it sucks initially when my alarm goes off. I am like dead. Help me, God. And if you follow her on social media, you know if you watch her Instagram stories or her Facebook stories, I look. Oh my God. Every post first time in the morning is like, it's like disaster hair, no makeup. Obviously I'm in my PJs and I'm looking at you in the mirror. Like somebody convinced me to go back to bed because this is just not happening. But as soon as I go in to put my workout clothes on and I go to take that sip of that pre-workout, when I take that first sip, it is like lights, camera, action, nothing. When I walk through the yeah, door. Oh, yeah, nothing's <laughs> even happening over here. Like, I'm great. Okay, which brings us to point number two. Yes. Which is get up. Get your butt up. Just get up. And here's the thing, you guys. We could go into oh, so much like scientific research about hitting that damn snooze button. But that's not what this podcast no, is about. we're not going to. Go I, to the boring ones. But I Thanks. am, am going to give them a oh, little bit. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I, okay. I do have a science background. <laughs> All right. So when, when you hit snooze on your sleep cycle on your alarm, what that's doing is it's getting you back into your deep sleep rhythm. Okay. Mm -hmm, So you mm -hmm. have like cycles when you sleep. Hopefully you've learned something about this. If not, Google it because it's really interesting. You can learn anything from the internet, by the way. But long story short, when you hit snooze, it's only like 15 minutes. So that is just long enough for you to get back into that deep sleep cycle 
And then when your alarm goes off again, you are so groggy and you Mm -hmm. feel like such crap because you wake up in a deep sleep. Mm -hmm. So there are so many ways to overcome this. You can, can look on your app store and find different alarms that, um, I actually have one that is based on my sleep cycle. You put your phone underneath your mattress and it judges based on how you're moving at night and it will, it will wake you up within a 30 minute window of your light sleep cycle. So if you set your alarm, if you say like, I have to be up by 5.15 a.m. no matter what, then it'll wake you up anywhere from like 4.45 until 5.15 based on when you are starting to like roll and move over. And it is amazing because you're going to start, like you're going to wake up and be like, oh, that's weird. I was kind of already awake. Like that's Mm -hmm, how you wake up mm -hmm. in the morning. So if you're like, I'm not a morning person, you guys have to do that because... I was not a morning person. I told myself that BS story for a long time. And now I make my own schedule and I get up at 545. Okay. Well, she just taught me something new. So that's great. Right. Um, (laughs) And and another thing with that is if you're still feeling like, oh, I can't get up. I can't get up. You need to read the book, The Five Second Rule by Mm -hmm. Mel Robbins. Yes. And and if you're like, oh, I don't read books. If you're like a DGAFer in that sense, Mm -hmm. then Google her TED Talk. Mel Robbins, five second rule. It's like a 15 minute video. You can watch it. And she talks about how like your brain, when you first have a thought of something, you have five seconds to act on it. And if you don't act within those first five seconds, it's like all out the window. Mm -hmm. So when you're, when your alarm goes off and you're like, oh man, I should get up. You have five seconds, five, four, three, two, one. And if you don't get up within those five seconds, you're not going to. So I, I guess the, the biggest thing to take away from this without even having to read Mel Robbins book or listening to her, her Ted talk is when your alarm goes off, count down from five and throw your feet on throw. the floor and get up. Just stand up. I've used that and I haven't read the book, which I want to. That's on my like list. So good. Um, we'll link, by the way, we will link the, the book, um, in our show notes and we will link the Ted talk. As well in the show notes. You guys can just click on the description and then get right to there. Um, But I've used that. I've just listened to a lot of Mel Robbins uh, YouTube videos. If you go to YouTube, type in Mel Robbins. Oh my God, your life will be changed. The motivational, just the speeches she gives. Like if you're feeling in any type of way when you wake up like meh. You ever watched the Emoji movie, that meh Meh. guy? Yeah. If you're feeling that way literally YouTube Mel Robbins and your life will be like, you will be on fire. Um, So then the third tip that we have for you is accountability like tell people tell people what in the world you're doing and I know I already know you're thinking you know you know if I'm starting this new fitness journey I'm I you know maybe I have a lot of weight to lose and I feel really insecure telling you know my friends and my family and my spouse and all these people that I'm doing this because I'm afraid I'm gonna fail well right there you have already failed yourself because with you not telling anyone that you are on this journey you have less motivation inspiration fire to keep this going you don't have any skin in the game maybe you you know maybe you purchase something and that's it but you don't have you know oh I told you know my neighbor that I'm I'm gonna run a marathon you know maybe you signed up for the marathon but then you decided you know well, no one knows about it, so they ain't going to know that I quit. And and I think that's a huge, huge thing that people get so worried mm-hmm. that they're going to fail. So they won't tell anyone like, well, you know, if I do fail, no one will know. That is the opposite mindset that you need to have. You need to tell. And maybe you don't need to go out and tell 
every person you know. But you need to go tell somebody who's going to, you know they're going to ask you about it. Yep. You know that one yep. person that if you're like, hey, guess what? I'm going to do this new fitness program. And they're like, oh, that's really cool. And then you know that person's like, hey, how's that fitness program going? Yeah. And a week from now, you don't want to be like, oh, I, well, oh, I, I I'm, quit. I'm not doing it I anymore. quit. So, like, my person, I guess, would be, like, I would obviously tell my husband, like, babe, I'm starting this. You have to, you know, I, this is what I'm doing. I want this to happen. Please remind me that this is something I really want. But not even him. I would tell, you know, I would tell my mom. I would tell maybe a couple coworkers that I trust. I would tell my sister and maybe like a good friend of mine and just tell them what your goals are and tell them like right now I'm really motivated and inspired and I know there's going to be days where I'm not. So just ask me how my fitness journey is going. And, and you guys, you just got to get that ego out of the way. Yep. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Like push that ego aside. And when somebody does ask you, hey, how's that health and fitness journey going? It's like. Don't get upset if you have fallen off. Use that as a trigger mm-hmm. to get back to it. And that's why I think that accountability is freaking key. Absolutely. And I, I want to talk a little bit about how important it is to find something that you love and that works for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I will be very honest. I have quit so many fitness programs. And it's because it's not something that I have enjoyed. And when I wake up in the morning, I want to be excited about my workout. And right now, 100% hands down, I can tell you, I wake up excited Mm -hmm. to do the program that I'm doing right now. But it's not always been that way. I've had days where I'm halfway through a program and I start to dread it. Mm -hmm. And that's when I know it's time for something new. And it's not, it doesn't mean that you have to beat yourself up about it. It doesn't mean you're a quitter. It just means that that specific thing wasn't your thing. Can I pause you for one second? When yeah. you said, you said, I didn't like this, so I wanted to find something new, was amazing. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people will say, I didn't like this, so I'm quitting. Right. They don't say, I'll find something new. Right. So I think you guys need to write that down. Like, I that's think, something to take away. Yeah. And, you know, you don't need to get, like, distracted by all the shiny new things. Like, you just have to figure out what works for you. Mm-hmm. And when you do, stick to it. Mm-hmm. Do it every single so day. So, elaborate on find something that works for you. Because I think that we say that a lot of times and people are like, well, that sounds great. But what do you mean? So, when you're talking about finding something like, the type of workout, the amount of time you're spending on that workout like what do you mean like elaborate on that well okay perfect example so for me um my husband loves running he loves running Mm -hmm. he loves going to the gym and lifting and for a long time I was going with him and I wasn't getting the results that I wanted and I think it was just because I wasn't excited about it Mm -hmm. I hate running I I despise treadmills every time I would go I would cover up the screen of the treadmill with a a giant gym cloth or like two towels Mm -hmm. because I couldn't look at the time, but I would still find myself like peeking at it every 13 seconds, you know, and I just dreaded it. I didn't look forward to it and I didn't push myself because it was just like a mundane thing that I was showing up for. And I finally told him that's not my thing. And so right now my thing is that I do home workouts. I work out with the golden doodle every day <laughs> in the morning and I'm excited and that gets me out of bed. Whereas my husband, if you would ask him about home workouts, he'd be like, 
hell no, I'm mm-hmm. not doing that with mm-hmm. you. And that is fine. It's something that, you know, we have both come to accept that we are different in that aspect mm-hmm. because we've both learned what works for us. And I think that's really important. Like you don't have to feel pressured or feel guilty about not liking a certain thing. You just have to find what you like. Yeah, and I think that's great because I talk to so... I mean, we talk to a lot of people on social media. And I'll get, you know, women who are like, the gym is my escape. I love the gym. I, you know, I'm away from this certain... You know, maybe home is very stressful. So, like, I get out and, and, and I just love that environment. And, and they found what they liked, right? But then there are other people who are like, I just can't get there. It just doesn't motivate me. I, I don't know. I just... I feel judged. I, I don't feel like I know what I'm doing. It's like, then why do you keep going? to the gym that's how I felt I would follow people around on different machines and I would just do what they did like Mm -hmm. I didn't have any connection to it it wasn't motivating for me yeah and I would say even find you know there's certain people like okay I'm I'm crazy okay I'm a crazy fitness person I love if I could work out every single day seven days a week because I have high anxiety okay so I'm a person who my anxiety can it's bad and when I'm exercising it's good that's your outlet mellow I I don't feel it very often when I exercise but when I have those rest days you best believe my mind is literally racing like crazy I'm like what can I be doing What 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 it's like I can't get it to calm down so Exercise for me, yes, obviously I want the results of like the physical and and to be in shape and to not be, you know, healthy. But a lot of my exercise is because it keeps that anxiety at bay. And a lot of people be like, there's no way I could work out seven days a week. Great. Don't. And, and that ties back in with the whole time management piece. Like you Mm -hmm. have to think about what's going to work for your schedule Yep. and go with that. If you can fit in 20 minutes a day, four days a week do it, but find something effective to do during that time. Don't just walk on the treadmill for 20 minutes, four days a week. That's not necessarily going to get you to your goal. I mean, that's better than if you're going from like couch potato to nothing, I guess that's a good starting point. But what I guess our, our message to you is, is number one, the busiest people on this planet exercise. Okay. So like people who are uber, uber, uber successful, They exercise because it is a time for them. It's a time for them to get their mind right. It's a time for them to be healthy. And and when you're busy, you have to have energy. I'm sorry, but if you're waking up sunrise, sundown, and working your butt off all day, and you don't have the health to back it up, you're going to be miserable. Miserable in your own skin. So I would say, you know, and, and, and what me and Jenna were talking about at dinner was like, okay, you know, these, you know, people are going to be like, well, that sounds great. I need to find something that works for me. This, how, okay. So how long did it take you to find something that worked for you? Because I think people oh. are in such a short mindset frame. Mm-hmm. that you think, well, if I try it for a week and it doesn't work, well, I'm done. Right. Like how long? Oh, it took me years. 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 It, years. Yep. And that's why I say like. And and I guess when I say, like, don't just walk on the treadmill, like, I guess for me, that is more like a metaphor for, like, something I don't enjoy, something kind of boring. Right, right, right. That's how I relate to that. Because for me, it's not exciting. If you love the treadmill, by God, you should walk on the, like, do it if you love it. We're all just, we're just, get your body moving. Get yourself moving. And I have a really good, I guess resolution, I could say. This is something that I told myself last year 
in January when, you know, everybody's making resolutions to lose a certain amount of pounds or whatever, instead of doing that for the umpteenth year in yeah, a row, Jesus, I know, <laughs> instead yeah. of doing that, I made a resolution that I was going to work out at least once every three days. And that, if you are starting at like ground zero mm -hmm. right now, and you have not worked out in your whole life, even make it a pact to yourself that you're going to work out every three days. Mm -hmm. So you can skip two days, you can miss two days. And then that third day you're going to do something. Yep. Something, even if it's just light stretching, even if it's just, you know, working out during commercials, walk like high knees, jogging in place, something every three days. And eventually you're going to get to that point. If you do that for an entire year, you're going to get to the point where you start to look forward to your workouts. Yes. And I think that is so amazing. You guys, you need to write that down because so many people will say, I want to get healthy. I want to start working out and they don't have a freaking plan. And that's what time management is, is if you don't have a plan, what are you doing? You're not going to be consistent. You're not going to see consistent results. And, and there's one more thing I want to touch on is, you know, we wrote down on our little scratch paper here, <laughs> hard versus don't like it. And this is my question to you. Have you ever started, you know, uh, uh, maybe you go to a spin class or maybe you go to, maybe you try a home workout or maybe you go, you know, to CrossFit, you know, whatever it is. And, and you try it day one, right? You get in there, you're real excited. You know, ooh, this spin class, I, I heard all about it on Google. Sounds great. You get in, it kicks your MFing ASS. Mm -hmm. Just rips you to pieces. Yep. It, and so you leave, right? There's two people here. And we're going to talk about our two D, G, J, G. G, G. Oh, Why? my gosh. Why? Why can't you say this? I don't know. Two D, G, A, Fers. okay? So we have our first type who leaves the spin class that's hard as can be. And they are like, whoa, that was hard. I'm going again. Yep. You know, I love hard. And that'd be me. I'm that type. Okay. Then there's this other type who goes in and they are like, Oh my God, that was way too above my head. That was way too hard. I'm done. And, and they think I can't do this. I don't like this. I don't like spinning. Nope. Not I don't like it. Nope. No, 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 no. You know why you don't like it? Because it was hard and maybe you haven't experienced that kind of hard before. I'm not saying maybe you need to go to that spinning class again, but maybe you need to say, you know what? I'm going to work out. I'm going to go to the gym and get prepared for that class, a little more endurance, and I'm going to go try it again. Or maybe you do realize that it was just hard and you aren't, you know, you haven't been in that type of situation before. So you do go again and maybe you're like, well, maybe I just need to ease into it a little bit more. I need to go about, you know, maybe for a month and see if I really actually like it. Because I get a lot of people who say, you know, I tried this and that and I didn't like it. And I'm like, well, why didn't you like it? They're like, I don't know. I just couldn't keep up. I'm like, cause it was hard. But, but here's the thing. You and I have been in our fitness journey for years. Years. I can't keep up with the workouts I do. Oh, sometimes I'm like, I'm dying. Pause. Pause yeah. this. Same. My my 30 minute workout today took me 47 minutes. That's how many times I paused it. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, I think we can kind of end this episode by just kind of tying it back to the whole mindset piece. Like your mind has to be in that right place mm -hmm. for you to get through something hard. So if you're really struggling getting 
your workouts in, getting all of this started, like maybe you need to go back to your mindset. You no, not maybe. You not do maybe. need to go back to your mindset because it's a decision. And that's what I, I was telling Jenna. I was like, she's like, you know, we have to think back to when we started. Like, how did we feel? I said, I mean, I felt like crap and I made a decision. Me too. Like today marks the day. This is done. Yep. And I can tell you when that decision was. I was packing for vacation. We were going to Hilton Head with my whole family. And I didn't have one pair of shorts that fit me. Not one. I had to go to Target the night before we went on vacation so that I could buy the biggest size shorts I've ever worn in my entire life so I could have something to wear on vacation. Mm -hmm. And on that vacation was when I ordered my very first workout program. That's amazing. I remember my my breakthrough moment was... um, after having my son, I was about eight weeks out after having him. And obviously, I mean, I, I couldn't fit into my, you know, regular clothes, which 90% of people can afterwards. But I was in such a woe is me, deep, dark depression at that point. And I don't know what it, I don't even know if it was like a, like more like a tangible thing like you, you couldn't try on your shorts. I just, my mom texted me one day and she's like, Hey, do you want me to come over so you can get a workout in? I'll watch Cameron. That's my son's name. I'll watch Cameron for a half hour so you can get a workout in. I don't even know if it was that, but I was like, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. I, I, I need to start exercising. Like people are starting to notice that I, I, you know, I knew I was depressed, but I, I thought I could beat it, you know, like, it's fine. This is going to pass, you know, it is what it is. And this goes back to, you know, really every episode I think so far we've talked about asking for help in some way. Yeah. So ask for the accountability. And accept the help. Accept it. Accept it. I could have said, no, mom, I'm fine. But instead, something triggered in my mind and I was like, I need to take this. This is like, this is what I thought. Like, God is seriously saying to me, like, here you go. Here's your gift. Your mom who's supporting you and helping you get your butt downstairs and do something. And, and I'll tell you right now, my first workout, I could not touch the ground. I could not touch my toes. I could not. I tried to do one of the ab moves they were doing. It was hilarious. I couldn't even pick myself up. But you didn't quit. No, I, I did what I could. And then the next day I did what I could. And then yep. the next day I did what I could. And eventually... I was in a fitness competition. Like, seriously, you guys. It's a compound effect. It really is. It is. So, all right. So, it goes back to the mindset. goes back to just time management. Pick out those times in your day that work for you. And worst case scenario, every three days, get that workout in. You can do it. We love you. And no matter what type of DG... A-F-er. A-F-er. You are. We are hoping that you are learning something from this and we are hoping that, you know, if you are coming into this with, you know, that negative mindset that, you know, uh, what do they call it? It's not, it's a fixed mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Not a growth. Right. Um, that you will be a little more open to seeing that it's not your situation. It's was what you ju- make it. I was just going to say that. Whatever situation, situation. whatever situation you're in, there's always something you can do to grow always Always. I mean you gotta think it's like you're in a certain situation it's like you can't be the only person on this planet in that situation and you know there's other people just freaking going after it it's like you've got to just accept where you're at and move forward absolutely all right guys we are out and we hope you loved it all right bye guys bye